Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right, and welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake. I'm joined by Pastor Joey Hill. Hello, hello. Uh, Miss Tiffany Wilson. Hey, hey. And then we have another special guest Woo-hoo! in the studio today. I wish I had theme music. Your theme music would be Return of the Mac. Oh! <laughs> You've heard that. Somebody's used that before, right? No. Oh. What? <laughs> Never heard it. Uh, you, that's not true. Oh. We're joined by Mr. Wally Mac. Uh, Wally, yeah. Sorry, I, I should give you a round of applause. That's mm-hmm. my bad. That's all right. Yeah. Welcome, Wally. Yeah. Nice to have you. <laughs> Wally wears lots of hats in ministry yeah, and around here at High Point mm-hmm. and various other places. No. <laughs> How you been, man? You good? I'm good. Thank y'all for letting me come in. I'm a little nervous. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, we'll get that out of you in a uh, my minute. My podcast is one person all the time. So. <laughs> you see how he plugged his podcast so quick. Oh, it was <laughs> like a professional. <laughs> He's a professional. A professional. He knows how to get it in there. <laughs> I was actually going to say that. Wally's got a podcast. That's it. What's well, the name of it, Wall? It is the podcast for screw ups. <laughs> you can find it at Red Circle if you want to. <laughs> that's it. That's the name. That's that's legitimately the name of it. It and is it's available. It's available everywhere. Podcasts are available. Oh yes, I'm sure. Mm. Thanks mm. to Red Circle. That's what Blake told me about. It's on. Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. It's on Spotify. Good deal. Everywhere. Nice. I, so, the podcast for screw ups. I like podcast it. for screw ups. I love it. I'll have to yeah. check it out. It's good. I've ch- I've listened to several episodes and Wally. He just uh, he he ponders. It's good stuff. I love it. If you want Wally, that's a good place. <laughs> good place to find. Well, it. you can never get enough of Wall. Uh, I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's see. Today is. You know, I've struggled with dates lately. Yeah, it's you have. April twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty three. We're coming to you to review Sunday, April twenty third, two thousand twenty three. Mm-hmm. Here Correct. at High Point Community Church, and. Um, yeah, it was a good Sunday. Yeah, we had a special guest in in church with us uh, yesterday. We had uh, Corner High School's uh, baseball team mm-hmm. joined us there in the middle of the playoffs, and uh, yeah, and they joined us for the service. I'm sure we'll talk about that a good bit here in just a minute. But um, anything else interesting happened to you for you guys this week? Mm, no, no. I mean, pretty much other than it was baseball, right? It was baseball mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, I don't know about y'all. I was sick all weekend, so Mm. I watched TV. I worked. (laughs) I missed the baseball. Mm. I hate it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Stinks being an adult, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) (laughs) I cut grass first time this year. Wow. Yep. Can't go back now. It's too early. It's way too (laughs) early to be cutting grass. Cut grass and weed eating and all that. Mm. It's like it's like shaving your chest. You know, once you. Go that way, you can never go back. I'm, I've never done that. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tell us about it, Joey. <laughs> you walk right You don't that. remember that? You don't, you're just like, man, if you shut, when, the minute you start shaving, then you're going to be shaving the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. yeah Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be like Bushman. 
Yeah, I, I had some. I had someone tell me. I I would always jokingly say to guys older than me in high school that had like a little bit of a ratty goatee or mustache. I'd be. I'd say, hey, man, teach me how to grow a beard. I don't. You know, I'm joking. Yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. my funny way of saying that. Hey, I wish I could grow facial hair. <laughs> And then one guy told me once, he was like, man, just, he, he said, you want me to tell you what to do? He's like, just shave every day. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, yeah, just shave every mm-hmm. day. Force it to grow. I wish I would have never done that. Because you don't have that problem now. Not at all. Yeah. Mm. Wish I would have never done that. I, and But here's the thing, though. I don't grow like a good beard. Yeah. I just grow hair. Yeah. That's frustrating. It's not like. It's not a good beard. Like, mm-hmm. even if I grow it out, it just, I have to keep it trimmed down kind of like about the level it is now or a little shorter because if it really starts to grow, it starts to look really ratty mm-hmm. really quick. So here's a question for you. Did you ever have the moment with Bray where Bray's maybe, you know, you know, five or six years old and he's got the shaving cream on and he's shaving like dad, you know, kind of like in the movies. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I never had that with my boys. Oh, really? Uh, they never really like cared, and I think it was because I I didn't always do a lot of shaving cream with the razor. I always was electric razor guy, and yeah. so so it's funny because now my boys are at the point where it's like, hey, dad, like people at school are telling me I need to shave, you know, hmm. and so it's like, oh, okay, well, I've procrastinated on that a little bit, and so. So now I'm like showing my my boys how to shave, but it's an electric razor, and uh, and they're kind of like, and it's very anticlimactic. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the yeah. you know, because normally if it's you know shaving cream razor, whole, you know, it's like you know you 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 stretch your mouth this way <laughs> or you do this, it's a whole and, process. you know, go against the grain versus with the grain, all that kind of stuff. Oh, and, you know uh, that's not true now. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so that you actually get a. If you have a sharp enough razor, you get a cleaner shave if you go with with the grain. grain. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I was telling them it's more painful to have go ever, against the grain. Have you ever done straight razor? Because I, I started doing that for a while. You know, you wouldn't believe me if I told you, but I <laughs> I actually enjoy a really good clean shave, personally. Like, like you, I, you go to the barber and they pull you back in the chair? Well, and, that, yeah, but I'm talking about myself too like shaving myself and i know that that sounds weird to hear me say that because you've probably seen me clean shaving what maybe just a few small handful of times probably Mm -hmm. but um because i don't do it often Mm -hmm. but the reason i don't do it often is because my wife doesn't like the way my face looks (laughs) (laughs) wally like that hey that, I, I'm true. with you. I'm with you. My wife does the same. She every time I clean shave, she's yeah, like, "Why she, did you do that? Cover that mess up." She's like, "I like it mm-hmm. better when I can't see your yeah. face as good." That's that's what. No, she's literally said those exact words. I like it better when I can't see your like, face. Like I'm not clean shaving right now, but I have thinned it out tremendously, and my wife can see my face, and she was like, "You need to grow that back out." Mm. And I'm like. I, it's just hard for me not to take that negative. Wally, you've rocked a beard before. Huh? Now, yeah. Wally, you're clean shaving over there. What, are you electric or? Oh, I have to shave it. You you, you do the shaving cream yeah. and the whole? Okay. I'm thick. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen you with a thick beard before. Yeah, it grows out. It can't, can't grow it on my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all running away from your head and That's comes right. out your jaw. That's right. Yeah. The uh, uh, what, what do you use a triple, like a triple blade? What do you use? Like a Mach three? That's like a right. Mach six. That sounds right. It's probably a three. Oh, okay. 
I have a weird story about the whole not wanting to shave. My dad made me nair it. What? Oh, nair. You did nair. Yes. Which is terrible. Yeah. And smells bad and like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was trying to delay the shaving. Yeah, we used to squirt that in guys' baseball hats. Yes, we did. (laughs) I mean, that's that's not the only place we squirt. I know. Yeah, that's messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Nair was a huge thing back in the 70s, 80s. Why? Why? I think he was trying to delay the shaving. Uh, uh, my dad also. I have a double. I have one of those chins, and my dad leaves his chin out. He has a beard, but he'll leave his little butt chin out. Okay, so that's oh, funny. like a handlebar mustache kind of thing. Well, no, it's just. Uh, I mean, he just leaves it out. Like he'll shave around it. That's his way. Oh, I got you. So, mm-hmm. And I, I never even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I used to call that a goatee, but then I was corrected. That's not what. That's not an actual goatee. Ah, uh, what is it? A goatee is this part down here. Uh-huh. Like if you were just leave that, you know. I think a lot of people call it a, what a chot or something like that. Oh. That's <laughs> what they call it. They call <laughs> it a chot. Wait, <laughs> they call it a chot. That's what they call it. You're talking about this part. This part coming down here. That's called a soul patch. It it has been called that, but I've also heard it called a chot. I think that I think that's a, you think uh, you're calling foul on what I just said. No, I think that word you're saying might be like a uh, like a vulgar slang slang term. <laughs> I don't know. You would love nothing more for me to be cussing on this podcast and not even know it, right? Do we need to pull up Urban Dictionary? No, right no, 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 no. Uh, I'm not even going to look it up because we're not going down that rabbit hole. Yeah. We're not doing that today. Okay. Let's not. <laughs> I, hey, I got something way worse than that. Oh, <laughs> say what? Here we go. <laughs> yeah, this is way worse. Oh, my goodness. If this is anything like last week. All right, let's find out. Because I, I do need to say that we had I had a 10-year-old kid. I, th- I believe he's 10. He came up to me. He came up to me Sunday and was referencing our our say what, you know, news story from last week. So Yeah. It, I'm like You ready for I'm, the headline? I'm sure your mom is so excited that you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for the headline? Here we go. This is from this was from the Associated Press. Out of Berlin, by the way. Oh my oh boy. goodness. Here we go. Vienna Nudists oppose plan for cable car over their beach. (laughs) (laughs) Nudists in Austria are up in arms about plans for a cable car that would pass over a popular beach on the northern edge of Vienna where clothing is optional. Are they afraid people are going to (laughs) see? Like... So they're selective. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> the, the same, I had the same question that you guys do. Okay, my mind is going nuts right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't it awesome? This is one of those that's like, that's just a crazy headline that nobody's safe to comment on. <laughs> but we're going to put it on a Christian podcast. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Uh, the country's Austria press agency on Friday quoted nudist Barbara Hostel saying she feared... For her privacy, if a cable car users with cell phone cameras are allowed to swoop across the area, <laughs> quote, 
I don't want to end up on the internet. <laughs> the 72-year-old told the AP. Oh. <laughs> okay, so here's my question then. Is there like an understood rule that there are no cell phones on this beach? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's well, that's the other but issue. But when you're one of the but games. But where are you going to put it? When... <laughs> I just mean if they don't want pictures taken, then is there a rule on the beach that makes this such a big deal where, like, now people have phones? Well, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, <coughs> like, anybody who's trying to not end up on the Internet, the last thing you need to be doing is hanging out at a nude beach, right? Right, right. But I'm more concerned... <laughs> For the families that are driving in the car, in the, in the train. Cable car. It's like, okay, do you car. put a big sign that says, no, no, no. you okay. know, like. I got some info there. Okay, good. Yeah. Project <laughs> developer Hans DiGiacco <laughs> sought to reassure the nudists, saying, <laughs> Look out the oh, other boy. way. <laughs> no, it gets better. Or Hans sought to reassure the nudists, saying uh, that. The cable cars would only pass over the beach for a very short stretch. In addition, the windows could mm. be made to turn opaque on their side of the car. <laughs> a promotional video. This, this is probably my favorite quote of the whole article. A promotional video for the cable car project says it, it, it would go from... Hell's Grand Transit Station across the Dunabi River and then back over to Collinburg, a small mountain in the north uh, that's north of the capital. Some 115 gondolas with panoramic window views would offer, quote, breathtaking views of Vienna. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to describe it. I got. I, I got love it. the windows that turn opaque automatically okay. when you That's pass over the nude beach, just on I'm one sorry. side. Can I'm you sorry. See? If Can my <laughs> if my kid, you know, like if John Luke is sitting there, you know what I'm saying? He's got his little Spider Man glasses on, <laughs> and you're like, and you know it's coming. Are you ready to put your child's future <laughs> of In mental images? You know, he will never forget that if he sees it. That's awful. The technology better not fail. That's right, like saying, right. let's put all our hands in AI. We'll be fine. Yeah. Or even if they're not automatic, if it's like the person like controlling it has to hit the button, can you imagine the lawsuits if someone forgets to hit the button? Yeah. Or yes. if it fails? I fell asleep on the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like. And what's sad are the amount of people in that train car that's mad because it did where, turn open. Which is where Arnold is from. <laughs> Oh, Look, he's from he's from Austria, oh so he must be the one driving the cable car. Let's be oh honest, <laughs> I can I can't do it. You, can you do an Arnold impersonation? You, no, me? I cannot. There you go. <laughs> but you can do. If you look out the side, it would the, be prudent at this juncture. <laughs> <laughs> if you look out the side of the train car, to the right you will see the Kalingrad Mountains. <laughs> to the left. Do not look at this Do moment. <laughs> Do you know who you sound like now? Who? You know the guy from Despicable Me? Oh, I Gru? sound like Gru. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I did sound like Gru. Sorry. It gets worse. It went from it Jamaican. Evolves. It went from a guy on a beach in Jamaica to Gru. I'm, yeah. I'm nowhere around Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, interesting story. Let's talk about the gospel. <laughs> 
does this every time. We have Blake has mastered transitions. Yes. Is that a smooth He's an seg- expert? Expert segue artist. <laughs> yep. Yep. Segway. Oh my god. There was so much more for that. I, but we gotta move on. I get it. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna get a we tattoo. Could do, uh, favorite naked verses. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. <laughs> Do you really? Oh yeah. Really? What is it? They were naked, and there was no shame. Oh, <laughs> mine's Hosea two fourteen. I used to sign stuff when I would sign my name on things. I would put Hosea two fourteen under it just so people would come back later on laughing about it. But very few did. But it says Hosea two fourteen says I will lure her into the desert and speak tenderly to her. <laughs> You really did that? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. Yeah. Moving on. I'm sorry. I would All never right. do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, uh, I I am getting better and better at segways. I'm going to get a tattoo of a segway on my, <laughs> you know, the things. I, that, I, know, I, know what I get it. I get it. Paul Blart. Mom I get Con. it. I get it. Yeah. And seg, seg, king of segway. Segway artist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're regretting his you're... corniness is showing his age. No, oh, you're excellent. This oh, is excellent. <laughs> All excellent. So speaking of being visible and invisible. Oh, there we go. Mm, there nicely go. done. That nicely was much done. that was much better than mine. <laughs> that was really good. Speaking of windows that would block the view of you and make you invisible. We did invisible part four, right? Yeah, we part did. four of the invisible series yeah. yesterday here at High Point. Um. Yeah, it yeah. was a good one. Um, like I said, I I didn't hear how you did. You pretty much use all the same stuff in the first service. It was I know it had to have been mm. a little different because the team wasn't in right, there. Right. Did you say uh uh-uh uh or uh huh? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. I did. I did. <laughs> I used the same illustration to I gotcha. kick things off. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, so y'all two chime in here because y'all got to hear the message as well. I am in the early service. All right. Mm-hmm. So Hold us go. Represent. Early. That's right. Nice. Um, opinion, hiding behind opinions. Mm-hmm. Is that was the kind of the... Um, so I, 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 I thought about it a lot, um, and it's easy to have opinions. Mm. And especially like I used to drive, I drive all the time for work and... Uh, when you listen to politics, it's easy to talk about your opinion in politics and your life be off with God. Mm. I mean, it's easy to get up there and get in people's faces and talk bad about people or say their opinion is stupid and hide behind that. Mm. Uh, I thought that's one thought I had mm-hmm. yesterday, mm. that I've done that mm. before. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think of it from the political side of things and, and how that plays in and... It's interesting. I, well, just, I like that. Yeah, just the it being easy for to have an opinion, you know, that part. That's mm-hmm. good. That's a really good point. Um, man, I feel so guilty for so many things now. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, just, uh, just nothing. Uh, <laughs> I think you're getting a little red, too. Yeah, yes. um, yeah. But you started with an illustration talking about the, the illustration about a baseball's team. You want to give it – yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the the whole message just kind of had a baseball flair through the whole thing, and so, um, and I knew our local high school here was going into the uh, you know playoffs, and so I thought, 
let's just bring those guys in because it would speak to them as well. And we and the coaching staff came and all their families came and it was a it was a great morning. But and, and it kind of makes it weird too, Wall, because like you being in the early service, yeah, it's like I'm having to tell y'all, okay. We're having a baseball team, but they're not going to be in your service. <laughs> they're right. going to be in the next <laughs> service, so it kind of makes it hard. Uh, but the but basically the whole the whole baseball themed thing was to to kind of use the illustration of umpires. You know, uh, right now, you know, normally, especially in the playoffs, they're going to have three umpires on the field. You're going to have two out in the field and one behind the plate. And uh, and and I basically brought up a what if scenario because right now in the playoffs, like next week, you know, Corner will go and play Etowah, and they'll play on Friday, and they play a doubleheader. And if they win both those games, then there's no need to play a third game because it's best of three. So the goal is to only play on Friday. You don't want to play on Saturday. And so I I made this scenario: what if Corner won? And uh, Etowah won one, so they split, and the three umpires decided that they didn't want to come back on Saturday and play the third game. So they decided among themselves who they thought was the better team, and they decided right there who who would be the winner of that series, and they got to move on. And so the yeah. point is, is like from then, what would be everybody's reaction to that? From the fans to the players to the coaches. Yep. You, know, you know what I thought at that moment that no one said from the baseball team and the coaches? Uh-huh. Cheated. Oh, they yeah, like, that I they really, felt cheated. Yeah, yeah, I really expected someone to bring that up, and no one mm-hmm. said it. Yeah. yeah. I th- Co- uh, Coach Hole sort of did. I mean, he didn't use the word cheated, but he yeah. said – he said, our guys have worked too hard for this. Like, yeah. you can't take that away from right. them or something yeah. like that. Don't take the ball out of their hands. Yeah, you, yeah. Can't, yeah. you, can't, you can't say it to – or, yeah, you, you can't do that. Right, right. Um, and ultimately what, what the point was was that – and I think the coach was saying it because people need to know that wasn't there. We actually walked around with a – you walked around, Blake, with a handheld microphone and let the coach speak into the microphone, let the players – because I wound up using them as a illustration. They helped me. They were my visual aid wall. Cool. And um, and so, but the whole point was to get everybody to understand is from a player's perspective, even though they didn't say cheated, um, no matter what they would have said, I translated it all translates as unfair. Mm-hmm. It's unfair. So the players felt un you know, like they were being unfairly judged by these um umpires let it you know let it be played out in the field and from the coach's perspective it was important for them to know and this was kind of the premise for the whole entire message is that those three umpires do not have the authority to make that call right which i used as an opportunity to fit a cheap joke in there (laughs) yeah yeah Bad news bears, that, but that's what it made me think of. Yeah. I was being honest. Like, mm-hmm. do you, Wally? Do you remember Force. what? What do you think? Bad of, news bears. Okay, yes. but do you remember? <laughs> bad, do you remember the 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 sequel? Bad news bears breaking training. Are they and they're in the Astrodome and they let them play? Let them play. I was I was let with you. I was with you. Let them play. <laughs> but I made a cheap joke. I was like, you know, the bears. They bad news bears breaking training is what it makes me think of. They go to Houston to play the Houston Toros who are all 12-year-olds with facial hair and choo-choo in the back. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I made that, that joke went over I like a that, lead balloon, I by know, the way. I made that joke, and it was like. 
He was bad. Some people just don't get it. <laughs> I had to, I had to no. save you a little bit from this. There were a few. <laughs> but you know what? Got it. No, some people did. There were a few guys that walk up to me afterwards that are like my, close to my age, yeah. and they're like, I was laughing. I was laughing. Yeah. But it was just like, well, I wish you would laugh louder. Because <laughs> I felt all alone. I did. I felt all alone. It's like, well, this is the last time I ever touch a microphone. <laughs> Till, and you're back here. No, today. I know. <laughs> At least I'm in a room with just y'all. <laughs> anyway, but no, it, that like you said, the it it set up the whole idea of the umpires don't have the authority to make that call. That's right. That's right. And, and uh, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. And then you. That's when it kind of launched into, um, you know, the points like who are the umpires that are trying to that are trying to you know, without the authority that are trying to make a call in your life. Right. Yeah. And those were kind of our main three points for the yeah. message. Yeah. Yeah. The first, the, yeah, the first one was, um, you know, you know, like, like you said, we're looking at three different groups of individuals that want to make a call on you, want to define you, want to judge you, want to, you know, whatever, and, 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 and have the final last say on you. And that, that first grouping was, uh, other people, other people. So, I, I would ask you guys, because, I mean, think about it. Other people, they they carry a lot of weight, what they think about you, what they say about you. You know, a lot of times you, you, you know, you make a lot of your decisions based on what other people think. And especially now in the day and age of social media and comparisons, so many young people struggle with that, especially girls struggle mm-hmm. with the comparison with other girls. And, and, uh, and you know, and it's just like, it's just like there's just so much pressure because of what other people think. And I, I kind of want to get y'all's thoughts on on this today. Like, how did that hit y'all when you realized that I was talking about other people's opinions? Like, did it did you agree or did you disagree? Or you know? Well, let me read. Can I read real quick? Because that that part was based on because we were coming out of First Corinthians four. Yeah. And that was based on verse three of the passage, which was. I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. That mm-hmm. was so. That was that was the Apostle Paul. Yeah. 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 I'll say this: I read a book recently on comparison, and um, you're right. Girls definitely struggle with a lot. And I thought the most interesting perspective from this book was, and you hit on this a little bit, that social media itself isn't what causes that problem mm-hmm. in us. It's stuff that's happened to us earlier on in life. And it causes us to go out and look at the things we see on social media and make those comparisons because of mm-hmm. things that are already inside of us. Yeah. And you were talking about how that happens, how something happens to you early in life. And then it causes you later on. Like you told the story of a girl who, you know, something was said to her, done to her when she was young. And later on, her boyfriend breaks up with her and how badly it impacted her. It wasn't mm-hmm. the breakup. It was the thing that she had in her head all those years. That's it. So. Yeah. I was thinking about being young uh, when I was in seventh or eighth grade. For some reason, those times seemed to be for me when I thought about what other people thought. So I had to have an Izod shirt. I oh, to, I mean, I remember I that. To, yeah, it had to have the Gator. Had right? to have the Gator shirt. Yeah, I had to have the Nikes with the color swoosh. I'm mm-hmm. so old that the mm-hmm. color swoosh came in my time. That's right. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a color swoosh, sweet. Yeah. You know, yes. my uh, my brother, <clears throat> there were things like that for me, too. I think it was a starter jacket. Mm. I remember how big I those were. I remember starter jackets were. Those were a big deal. 
um, for my brother, it was guess overalls. Yes. <laughs> but oh, the, my gosh. That's, that was huge. <laughs> but then get this. Do you remember the, the guess overalls? Like the only way that you could tell the difference between the guys and the girls overalls were they had like an out the triangle of the guest logo. Yeah. And on the guys, it was outlined one color and on the girls, it was outlined another color, but it wasn't like boyish and girlish colors. It was like one was red and one was black or something like that. Mm -hmm. But one was meant to be like the girls one. And one was meant to be the guys one. Well, my mom didn't know that. <laughs> 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 and my brother's in like seventh grade and she goes and buys him that's those guest overalls. That's awesome. And then he wears them babies to school. <laughs> like how long did it take? Yeah. And then man, uh <laughs> kids are brutal. Oh. Yeah, they are. Oh, you make a mistake, there's no coming back from it. And, <laughs> and they let him have it. He came home, he's like he's like, I'm never I'm never wearing those overalls again. He's like I'm never wearing those overalls ever again. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, what is something that you 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 bought into? Like I, I need to have that in order for somebody else to like me. Mm. But it was the worst decision you ever made. Mm. A beeper. A beeper. <laughs> <laughs> yes a translucent blue yes. beeper translucent blue beeper yes okay. so that. this is going to sound funny because i'm the only girl in the room but for me it was car stereos and speakers that that, 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 that was is, not that does sound funny that that does, I'm, I, I'm, like, I'm confirming that that sounds funny <laughs> <laughs> i had to have the up like i had to go out and it's because i hung out with a bunch of guys but they all had the cool speakers and stuff, uh -huh. so i had to get one of them to help me like but why was that a huge mistake? Huh? Why was that a huge mistake? Because, I mean, having an awesome car stereo. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean it was a mistake, but it was something you said. What, oh. what did you, what's something you went out and bought because you had to have? Like, yeah. I got yeah. you. How about you, Wall? Mine definitely was the Izod shirt. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Didn't let you down. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I'm telling you, I had to have that thing. And I remember, you know, we were poor. Like some people say, talk about being poor, but we were poor. Them Izod shirts were no joke. And they were, and I wore that thing until the alligator fell off. <laughs> and I was trying to get my mom to he sew was it using back duct on. tape, putting it back on. There was a big hole there where that alligator was. I wore that thing so much. <laughs> and you remember there were like brands that popped up that were like try to imitate it. And the alligator. Oh, oh yeah. But they, they would yeah. try to get close. They'd try to get just close enough without getting mm -hmm. sued. And so the alligator wouldn't yep. look exactly the same. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, you I, could spot them from a mile away. Seems like I had I couldn't afford a Swatch watch. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I had to get like a Switch. <laughs> something like that. Watch what? You know, something like I remember, <laughs> man, I felt so bad. I remember messing with one guy who was wearing Voight tennis shoes. Oh, this is, from Walmart. This is, like, this is like cereal. This copy another cereal. Okay, I was not a bully. I was not a bully. <laughs> I bullied this guy in this one instance because it was like he was saying he, he kept talking about his. They were voids, and we, you know, it was like, well, those came from Walmart. But big, I mean, I wear Walmart shoes now, right? Yeah. And so it's like the the. <laughs> but he, I said something about you know, 
over there, <laughs> over there wearing them voids, you know, like messing with them or whatever. And he was like, I don't say void, they say vote. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, oh, man. I, that was his nickname for a while. I felt so bad later yeah. on, though. The worst, the worst one for me, and I don't know if y'all remember this, but MC Hammer Pants. I had to have them. You all. actually wore them in public. Please stop, Blake. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> I got so many questions. <laughs> Did everywhere you go was it so hop? <laughs> that feels wrong. Were you magic? Were you I walking sideways? <laughs> yeah. Were, are you still magic on the mic? <laughs> Please stop. Why would you ever stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, hammer my. pants, man. I no, nah, I think I had some hammer. Y'all pants. remember those? Yeah, but we used we used to wear them to like work out in. You remember when it went from like? Oh yeah. You remember what I'm talking about? Like it went from like those were hammer pants. Like that was like a fashion statement. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, like people lift weights in them. Yeah. yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And what was those? What were those? Uh, but they did. The legs got a little smaller. What was the name of those pants that everybody wore? They were tied around the ankles, and then they would like Velcro around. And create pleats on the front. You remember that? That wasn't mm-hmm. Z Cavaricci, was it? Yes. Mm. Those were Cavaricci's. I'm straight out. I gotta give you, man. Give fist bump that, man. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that was out of the vault. Wally's right there. got a good memory, Z, man. Z yeah. Cavaricci. I've noticed that. It doesn't matter, huh? For things that don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't have paid on the bills. Same, same. I got same thing, but I'm my, now my memory's leaving me. Wow. I don't remember stuff like I used to. Yeah, I recognize uh, my people who went to minor uh, tenacious tigers, of course. Uh, <laughs> the pur- purple tenacious tiger. Oh right. no, no, just tenacious. Okay, wow, get it watch right. It. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> You're gonna have the minor community. But I can this. recognize people, and I'll say they went to minor. They're tenacious tigers, but I mm. couldn't remember their name for nothing. Wow. Yeah, that's terrible. Mm. Wow. But I mean, you know, other people's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> So other, other people's opinions are uh, they're they're powerful. They're they're very Oh, is that what we're we're coming back to that? Yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah. Oh, they're, that's they're, smart. It's it's powerful. <laughs> However, they're unauthorized. They're they don't they don't have a even though they are powerful on you, they don't have the authority over you. Yeah. That's right. So uh that so that was the first one. Other people do not have the power to make the call. The second one was you do not have the power to mm. make the call. Yeah. Unless you're He Man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You see what I'm working with, Wally? Yeah. You see what I'm working with? Right? I'm sorry, man. I just can't keep it between the rails today. I'm struggling. No, you do not have the power to make it to make the call. You got into uh you talked about uh critical values yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. want to talk about it again? <laughs> I'm kinda hoping maybe Wally would or <laughs> critical I I I thought about that because I'm doing a small group after after the sermon. Mm-hmm. So I put it out there. Do you feel safe? Do your parents make you feel safe? Hmm. Um, and everybody in my, all the guys in my group, they all said, you know, that their parents make them feel safe. Hmm. Um, and I, Cause I was trying to think of my, my situation at home was chaos. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, but I still felt safe mm-hmm. uh, with my mom, uh, my mm-hmm. dad, not so much, but, my mom, yes. So uh, I, it was interesting to me that all of them felt safe, mm. that all of them have grown up. And that's why they're such good dudes about 
being faithful in church. I mean, they're so faithful, like the guys that, that I hang out with uh, on Sundays. They mm-hmm. all have parents that church pretty much matters to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a neat, you know, that's a neat, it's neat to see it played out from a sermon in the morning right there and see it in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a neat thing. Mm-hmm. And for the listener, Wally's been leading, how long have you been leading that group? I think it's almost a year now. And it and it's been a year. What's the tenth? Wow, ninth and tenth grade guys. That's right. On Sunday morning. That's right. And uh, yeah, they've uh, they. I think y'all made some good progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey and I both both of our sons are in in that group. Yeah. And they don't go to sleep, so. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're wired. But yeah, yeah, I I, I think I mean, did you? Were you gonna say something? I didn't want to uh, cut not, you off. I don't know necessarily about the critical value part. Okay, but I know, like for me, in case y'all haven't noticed, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. No, um, not at all. But I thought it, I did think it was interesting when you thought when you talked about um, actually at the end of the sermon, kind of when you were doing like the altar call mm-hmm. and you talked about okay, think of all the mistakes you've made, and y'all, if I made one mistake. Yesterday, getting things ready for service, I made 10. <laughs> and they were not behind-the-scenes things. They were, like, messed-up worship slides and things on the handouts. Mm-hmm. Like, very visible things. And it mm. was it was Can't hide that, right? Right. They're right. not Stuff invisible. Stuff you can't hide. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was actually interesting to me because I've struggled with that a lot with being, like, my own judge mm-hmm. and uh, condemning myself. And so it was interesting to me to look back on, like, where I've come in the last few years and how... Free I am from those judgments mm. now. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Most, most of my mistakes happen with a microphone in my hand, and so other people <laughs> condemn me for me. And then yeah. you go put it on the internet. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes. Well, right. and I think that, you know, me, uh, I give myself the least amount of grace. Yeah. I mm-hmm. give people a lot more grace than I ever give myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm the so. same, and you something interesting on that that made a huge change in me. I actually had a counselor tell me one time, she said, you got to give yourself grace. And I was like, how do I give myself grace? And the more I thought on it and the more I prayed about it, what I came to realize is I can't give myself grace because it doesn't come from me. It comes from God. And if I don't mm. receive that and let God give me that grace, then I can't give it to myself. Mm. That made a huge transformation for me. Is that a transfer into part three, number three, right there? <laughs> well, I, I think I think one more point that needs to be made for two is that you know you you can't trust yourself, right? right. That and that's you just like other people, um, their their opinions are powerful. They do not carry weight or authority. They cannot make the final call mm-hmm. um, on you. So if if the whole world thinks you're a lost cause. Still doesn't matter. That doesn't make you a lost cause because they don't carry the authority. In the same way, your opinion of yourself is very powerful, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't carry weight and authority. Yeah, right. See what I'm saying? Like, because there are a lot of people, and 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 I wish I had time to get into this, and y'all might want to flesh this out a little bit. But, um, point number two is really dealing with the God complex, Mm. Mm -hmm. like. I am God. I make the call on mm-hmm. me. I decide what I'm going to do in my life. It is it is you thinking you're the God of your own life, and you can make that call. It's you usurping yourself into where the only place that God should be, and that that is making the call on who, <laughs> on who you are. 
and defining you. You see what I'm saying? Thanks, right. Joey. I, I, I'm that. just saying. <laughs> I didn't even, and you can't so, get into that stuff on Sunday morning, right, Wong? Yeah, that's right. But I mean, how, do, how does that but, hit you? Like a God, you know, that being a God complex for a lot of people, making, you know, their opinion about themselves is probably higher and more important um, than what God would have to say through his word. I could see it as people who are being consumed with achieving, mm. those type of people, you know, that they're consumed like everything. Mm-hmm. Like I think that that type of person would be that way. But see, I'm... Screw up, failure. Yeah, do it wrong. Yeah, prone to wonder. Mm-hmm. So I don't think like that. I, sure. I'm harder on myself than than what other people would say. I'm the same way. You. Like, well, I think of it like that. The part the part that you said that resonated with me on that was mm-hmm. when you know from the verse where Paul said, you know, my conscience is clear, right? Mm-hmm. But like in other words, but at the same time, he realizes there's a realization in there of uh you know, his fallenness, essentially. Yeah. Like yeah. depravity, whatever you want to say, his sinfulness. He realizes how far he would really be if it wasn't for God, right? Like, yeah. or he, he realizes how kind of what, you know, to Wally's point and to plug the podcast again, he realizes what a screw up he really is, right? Mm-hmm. Where I struggle, and I feel like it's kind of like what you're saying, is the flip side of that coin. Mm. Because... Paul's realization there is those two things kind of have to come. It's a both end. Like you can't have one without the other in order to for it to remain healthy. And, and what I'm getting at is you can't say, you can't focus on just how sinful you are and not elevate God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like in other words, you have to hold both truths simultaneously. If you yeah. hold, if you hold, if you're going to hold just one, definitely it needs to be the greatness of God and how worthy he is of, of your worship and what, everything that he's done for you. Uh, but really holding both of those truths simultaneously is, I believe, what creates a healthy balance for a believer. Because yeah. you do need to realize your sinfulness. You do need to realize how capable you are of sin and how how short you fall in every circumstance and how often you are going to screw up. Yeah. But at the same time, you need to realize but God, right? Yeah. And so you got to hold both of those truths simultaneously in mm-hmm. order to have that Paul-like approach to this mm-hmm. whole thing. So. Yeah, and I think, you know, Paul being the one who wrote this, um, you, you have to understand his background. I mean, he was a Pharisee of a Pharisee. Like, right. He come from the background of, I don't make mistakes, That's you right. know? Yeah. And so, and it's so, because that verse four is powerful when you understand that, because he said, my conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> so Paul's coming from the angle of, I feel like I'm all good right now. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm good enough to make it into heaven, but that doesn't mean that I'm innocent. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean that I that that I can ride that gravy train. And like you said, I think it's the other way too. Maybe like from Wall's perspective, you know, it's like it's like, but I don't feel like I'm innocent. Therefore, my conscience doesn't feel clear. Right. You see what I'm saying? And so it's the yeah. other way. So I think in one aspect, we have to. Some have to be reminded of the sin in their life. That's right. And like you're saying, and then on the other hand, some have to be reminded of God's grace. <clears throat> That's yeah. right. You know, right. and how your sin is not held against you, and that creates that balance you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's why it resonates so much with me is because that that feels like my testimony personally, mm-hmm. and I, I don't I don't I'm not the kind of person that like talks about my testimony a lot because yeah. I wasn't alcoholic, I wasn't a drug addict, I was you know 
didn't mess around. I was a, you know, uh, got married. I was a virgin when I got married, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So I had like this clean record, right? And so there was the, um, for me personally, it was uh, just the, I, for instance, I would have people that would try to reach out to me that were leading Christian groups, like in a youth group or yeah. the people that, the one in particular that I've talked about several times, there was a person that would reach out to me that was leading a first priority group. And I would say, I'm not, I don't, I don't really want to get up and come early. There's really no point. And, and they would continually try to reach out to me. And I remember one day I looked at the person that was talking to me in front of the leader. And I said, why would I want to come hang out with it? Because I knew what these people did, Mm -hmm. right? I knew what their track record was. And I said, why would I want to come hang out and for you guys to tell me how to live life on them? I don't go to church or anything, and Mm. I'm a better person than either one of you. Ouch. Mm. Wow. And here was the thing. It was true. Mm. Mm. It was true. But you know what I'm saying? The flip side of that was Mm. this is what I'm talking about. Like what you said Paul said. Mm-hmm. Is like I was a professional at keeping it re- not like he was obviously you know what yeah. I'm, you know what I'm getting at but I was a professional at keeping things straight and narrow yeah mm-hmm. but I was a long way from God yeah, yeah. you're still not innocent still not innocent mm. yeah I mean gu- as guilty as anyone on the planet mm. and that was the realization that I had to come to so I constantly had to hold both of those things like fresh that's why man his writing resonates so much with me yeah. Is like it just feels like it feels like part of my te- at least mm-hmm. a piece of my testimony. You know, mm-hmm. not trying to compare myself to Paul. I'm just yeah. saying like it just that element of it, that mm-hmm. piece of it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. The uh, the third point was the the last one was uh, Satan does not have the power to make the call. So other people do not have the power to make a call. You do not have the power to make a call in Satan. Yeah, let's go ahead and them. call them what we called them Sunday. They're the trifecta. That they, they they really are. They're all three of them together are very powerful, uh, especially when they all agree. Yeah. And, I mean, if they all agree, it's hard for you to battle against that mm-hmm. and stuff. Sure. But um, that comes from verse 4 mm-hmm. where he says, Paul says, it is the Lord who judges me. Um, and the reason we got Satan from that is because, you know, uh, obviously God has the last word, but what? who is his counterpart? Who Who else is out there jabbering? And accusing the brothers and sisters in Christ, it is Satan himself. Like he has an agenda, and he's constantly trying to trying to work on you and convince you that he's got your best interest at heart. Because that's ultimately what he did with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, right? And and ultimately, Satan is 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 trying to convince you of 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 a, of a path in your life to believe something about yourself, and then at that point. Um, you turn around and use it against you and accuse you in front of God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just crazy to believe yeah. that. It's interesting. I know when I first started kind of working here, there was a time when I was going through a, a couple of rough weeks, and I think I came to Joey, and I was like, I got to quit. I can't come back. <laughs> He's like, mm. well, I was like, because I screwed up, I can't come back. And I remember him looking at me and going, who told you that? Yeah. And I realized, oh, that was that was Satan. Like that was a lie that had gotten in my head. Mm. And that's what he'll do. It's like <coughs> you screwed up, you screwed up, you screwed up. 
Mm. And so to Wally's point, like I have to recognize I'm a screw up, but at the same time, there's grace for that. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. I, that was all. I felt like your final illustration was good though. That set up the whole point about the video review, because um, mm. you made the point of, uh, so uh, you asked, you know, you addressed in the second service, you addressed the, the coach sitting in the crowd and said, you know, so like he comes out to argue a call on the field. He's basically trying to get, you know, if a, if a field umpire makes a bad call and he's come out there and arguing with it, it's not so much that he wants to come out there and convince that guy that he's made a bad call and, okay, I changed my mind because he knows that he's not going to do that, but perhaps it will get him to conference with some of the other umpires mm-hmm. and maybe one of them seen something different. And then when they conference – A difference of opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Then when they conference, they'll say, yeah, you may have missed that. He – I saw this, mm-hmm. and, and and anyway, so that's what the coach is trying to accomplish there. But then your point was, you know, but you, you know, how cool is instant replay though, right? Yeah. When when they're all three, when there's questions there or whatever, and then they appeal to someone, and they may all three be in agreement that you know mm-hmm. uh, that the guy was out, and then they appeal. And the, video, and the person sitting in that video review booth with all the different angles and the perspective that nobody else on the field mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. has an authority over everyone on the field. I felt like mm-hmm. that was that was a really good illustration there. Yeah, the yeah. trifecta versus the trinity. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's so important that that people understand because, like I said, when the trifecta agree. Mm-hmm. You know, like if others say this about you and Satan has been saying this about you and you now believe it about you, that's hard to overcome. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I love that phrase. Um, this play is under further review. You know, I think that's so important because we, because one of the the key to me, the whole key um, scripture here was uh, in verse 5, he said, therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. wait until the Lord comes. Yeah. In other words, every human needs to understand that even if the world says it, even if Satan is saying it, and even if you believe it about yourself, you need to be careful not to finalize yourself in that opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. Because God may come in and blow your mind you know like because god knows more about us than we know about ourselves and i think that's so important um to when we see because like for instance like you know wally may like you said you know i i see myself so many times as a screw up as this and that and 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 there's power in that and i think god uses that platform Mm -hmm. to reach people you know and stuff but you have to at least reserve the possibility that God may come in and go, Wally, you were never a screw up. Mm-hmm. That, well, and he has that elevated high view. Yes. That yeah. I don't mm. have. That's the past, it. present, and future, he's got he's got it all locked down. Yes. You know, that's the thing. Even if you sinned, yeah, and you sin bad, he still can rescue you from the darkness. Mm. He still offers mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know, the Lord Jesus does. How many people, how many people out there? Are like, man, I was doing so good with God, then I screwed up. That's right. Mm-hmm. Then they give up and they quit. That's yeah. right. And it's like, why does you know why do you, why do you let that one thing define you? I guarantee you, it was when you screwed up, it impacted people around you, and their opinion of you changed, 
And so all of a sudden, other people's opinions got elevated, um, and Satan was in there maybe stirring the pot, and then you kind of buy into all this, and then now you got the trifecta against you, and you're like, okay, well, I guess maybe I get, I guess maybe I am a screw up for life. And I mean, I, people yeah. won't try church. Yeah, you know, like they'll there'll be people they'll come a little bit, and then they're out. And sometimes people can't. It's hard for them to ever come back in. Mm. To ever yeah. walk back in the doors, because mm-hmm. they feel I, judged. That's right. They I really should, do. Yeah. And I, and I I didn't get a chance to get on the church a little bit about this, but right. I really I what I really wanted to say to the church in general, and I'll say it on here, is that we've got to get we've got to get past this stigmatism that we're so judgmental, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because we finalize people in our eyes. Yeah. Are you tracking with me? Yeah. Like we finalize people in our eyes and they're they're an LC, they're a lost cause mm-hmm. in our eyes. And so we just kind of move on and let's look for more people who actually, you know, have their act together right. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And and all I want to say and all I want to scream from the pulpit is let them play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let them play. Let the field let the field determine That's how right. this. Let God be the final say on that person. Well, we're, because yeah. I've got y'all have it. Don't y'all have people in your life yeah. who you're like, man, maybe they're on drugs, maybe they're an alcoholic, maybe they're this or that or whatever, and they continue to just make mistake after mistake after mistake. Well, and I'm just like, hey, you know what? We're gonna let God make that. Our final call. sinful nature is to do to them exactly what we're doing to ourselves. Yeah, as, mm. like you know what I'm saying. Like, we're, in other words, we're we're making the call on ourselves, and so I just think it's interesting how wherever it is that you find yourself, whether it's like you need to be brought low or you need to be brought up, that's why that balance is so important. And none of us are like always that way, right? Like, there are times when I'm like, I need to be reminded that I'm a screw up. Yeah, but then there are times where I need to be reminded that I'm a child of God. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like, whichever it is. All of us are a mixed bag, but it's just so, so cool how he knows all of our predispositions. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like that mm-hmm. you want, like where Wally may need to be reminded more often of this. You may need to be reminded more often of this. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. one of us may need to be brought low where the other one needs to be lifted up, you know, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. And, yeah. and again, we're all a mixed bag, but I just think it's interesting how he knows our frame so well, yeah. like knows it's almost like he knows how we're knit together or something. It's weird. Yeah. Weird. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let me let me play devil's advocate here because I actually saw a meme the other day um, that that literally and it was I looked at it. I always look at like especially when I see memes about scripture and about the church. I always look at like how many people liked it, how many people you know are subscribing to it or whatever. And it this was a huge meme. It was unbelievable how many people agreed to it. Um, but it was a meme on why the church should judge people. And 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 the I, and it gave all these scriptures, okay? Mm-hmm. So so let me play devil's advocate here. I am saying church, we have to break the stigma that we are so judgmental. We have to break that. We have to <laughs> because it becomes a barrier for because people feel like okay, that's a, an Everest I have to climb that I can't climb. And it creates that 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 wall that you were talking about, Wally. About you know, it's hard for when people screw up. It's hard for them to feel like they're welcome back into the church, you know, or back into the fold. And and what I'm saying though, when I say the that the church has to break that stigmatism of being judgmental, that does not mean that we are the world's doormat. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that we turn a blind eye to sin and deception and evil. What it does mean, though, is that we don't have the last word on someone. God does, you know, and maybe it maybe if we're not if if we're coming from the angle of we're trying to help someone, you know, um, I can't stop someone from taking my efforts and my actions to help and show grace and show mercy and show love. It doesn't matter how much you you try to show that there are going to be just people out there that are like, man, you're judging me. And and I get that we we're not going to be able to eliminate all of that. However, I think it's just I think we need to approach people with the intent of with redemption in mind a, instead of the last word because the grass withers and the flower fades but it is the word of the Lord that will stand forever mm-hmm. not my word not my thoughts not my opinions not my judgments you know yeah yeah so we have to let God's word do the talking awesome well good stuff uh hey just a quick shout out to man our worship team did a fantastic job yesterday yes we got i got a lot of people complimenting them and Mm -hmm. just an amazing job all the way around so uh big shout out to all all those guys and and girls um also thank you to the corner high school uh baseball i mean i know a lot of them are like regular attenders here but the ones that aren't Mm -hmm. hey thank you i know some of them you know, didn't attend their home churches yesterday. Yeah, they go so to other churches. They go to yeah. other churches mm-hmm. so they could be here. And so, uh, you know, thanks for thank you so much for being our guest and for the some of their extended family that came and joined them as well. And we were uh, honored to have you guys here to worship with us yesterday. But um, mm. anything we need to talk about coming up? Oh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. We a got lot. Serve Day this Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. it's coming up. Listen, so, yeah. look at me pretending ain't nothing going on. <laughs> Hey, you got the date right. No, so I knew good. it. I knew it. I was just teeing it up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Transitions. <laughs> yeah. Same yeah. Ways. Yeah. You want to you want to give them the info? On? Yeah. So Saturday, starting about eight thirty in the mm-hmm. morning, we're gonna have a serve day. We've got some um, local projects here in the community. We want to help out with a food bank and a couple other locations. Um, big thing is we need people to sign up. We can't plan the projects if we don't know how many are coming. So yeah. pull up your High Point app. Um, go to the events and announcements section, and you'll see that in there along with student beach camp. And um, today's the last day to register for Cornerstone Camp for Kid Point, so that's uh, K-5 through 4th grade. And we've got a uh, student spaghetti fundraiser coming up. We've got May 7th, yep. Yeah. We've got uh, Builders for Christ. Um, that's the Hanover, Indiana trip. In July, yeah. In July, mm-hmm. yeah. So the deadline to register for that is in a couple of weeks. So uh, pull up your app. Graduate. Graduate. If you, yeah, yes. if you have a senior graduate. <laughs> senior recognition. Isn't that weird? We're like <laughs> trying to. just happened? We're trying to both say the same exact thing at the same exact time. We've been hanging out way too much. Um, so, so yeah, it's, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I'm. I'm no, you go. Okay. <laughs> graduate. I'll, I'll go. Graduate. No, no, I'll go. Okay, go. Graduation. Graduate Sunday. Graduate yes. recognition Sunday is May 21st. Yes. yes. And, and they so have to sign up. If yep. you have a graduate that is going to be graduating, go to, because that's what graduates do, they're graduating. Go do to, they? Do go they to play? the High Point app. And um, <laughs> I'm just here for the details. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here to shed light on the details. Graduates, graduate. Graduate. <laughs> that's my, I'll be preaching that day, and that's the message. Graduates, graduate. <laughs> 
I'm not preaching that day, so please come to church. Uh, there, uh, yeah, 21st. Go to the go to the app, click on that link, and you can register. Mm-hmm. Yes, your graduate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what was the cutoff date on serve day? Thursday morning. Thursday 9 morning, nine a.m. This Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday. And thank you, Wally. Cool. Thank y'all. Yeah. No, Enjoyed I want to. I just want to say thank you for working with our student ministry and doing doing so much with them. It's just just awesome. My my son is in your class and he talks about you a lot and he loves you to death, man. Heck yeah, yeah. I feel the same. We need to uh can we could you come back one time and us at least as a segment of an episode, all we do is talk about poof. Sure. Uh, that's what, what? I, I wanted to get this in oh, right here. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Because uh, my video that I did about poof is at 983, and I'm trying to get it over 1,000. Okay. <laughs> For those who don't know, Wally invented a game <laughs> called Poof. Poof. P-O-O-L-F. That's right. Poof. It is a combination of? Golf and hitting it in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> but only Wally would be able to do it. Only. And he put last, together a full tournament. That's right. Last year we had, I bet there was close to 15 guys maybe there. Maybe. Ministry. I, I may be ministry mm-hmm. talking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but the pastor number. Yeah. Pastor number. Yeah. Playing in my front yard at my house with all my neighbors. Watching oh, it was play. awesome. That that day I went to pick up Tyson, man. He had, they were making homemade pizzas yeah, out there outside. Neighbors they looking. They poof course going on. <laughs> neighbors looking like, what are they doing? Oh, man. How many times y'all hit it over in the neighbor's yard? What are they oh, doing? Like, are they the playing? Dog, dog, yeah, the baby. dog. Yeah. They playing wiffle ball, but they're swimming, and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> they sometimes ask. They'll say, what are you doing? I'll say, I'm playing poof. <laughs> Just like it's normal. They had it set up like an entire golf course. It was like, welcome to such and such course. And they the had Azalea like... Course. The, the Azalea, Azalea course. The Azalea course. <laughs> had a sign and everything. It was fantastic. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think we could set up a pool course on campus here. Oh, yeah. That yeah. that that could that that needs to happen. Does that mean uh, we're it could happen at David Walker's house? Oh, let's do it at David Walker. He would love that. That's right. I just showed his it neighbor out has Walker, a pool. Can we can we just show up and start playing? <laughs> Not tell him. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. He has knives and guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you need to you need to <laughs> do it down by guns. the pond. Can you do it in a pond around a pond? That's a little sure. too easy, I mean, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> it's like all you got to do is hit it that direction. You could have something <laughs> floating out there, you know, kind of anchored. I, I, people have – I think there's real games called poof that are like that. I think I've – Oh, I've like a floating green. Floating green, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't think of that. Oh, well. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. <laughs> That's right. I'm sure it's trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Anything else? Mm, I think we're good. Okay. See you all. See Later. You. See you. Bye-bye. Sandy Grevy.